we will discuss the operational strategy and leadership in india pakistan wars in this short podcast first of all we will discuss the 1947-48 kashmir war now the 1947-48 kashmir war the longest india pakistan war had complete blessings endorsement and support of pakistan's highest political leadership starting from the governor general mr jinnah down to the entire pakistani cabinet led by the premier nawab zada liaqat ali khan the pakistani officers non british officers of the general headquarters as well as the pakistan army were also fully involved from the beginning particularly brigadier sher khan military cross and later major general akbar khan dso parich khel now the travel attack started from 27th october or so and the operational leadership had two broad sets of officers on the conventional careful end was brigadier sher khan military cross who was a very able officer and a hard realist and on the radical end was then colonel akbar khan then brigadier later major general finally dismissed akbar khan parish khel dso who was a extremely radical and some people called him rash and uh, i would call him bold because i met him various times and i did a lot of research on him now major general wajahat fallaciously stated in his book about pakistan army that pakistan army had no involvement in kashmir war this is absolute incorrect and a false assertion pakistan army had uh, involvement right from the beginning and there are various primary sources however i will just quote one which was published my regiment's history titled punjab cavalry authored by colonel sardar yaya findi states citing sources that a pakistan army liaison officer and a jeep fitted with a wireless set accompanied the tribals invading kashmir from muzaffarabad towards srinagar so there was clear liaison and there was clear involvement and my regiment's commanding officer colonel tommy masood khan 
suggested that an armored squadron of my regiment's armored cars be taken in the attack along with the tribals on Sirinagar. This suggestion was also discussed in detail in a meeting in which Brigadier Sher Khan Military Cross supervising the invasion from the general headquarters as well as a Pakistani cabinet member Raja Ghazanfar Ali took part and both of these personalities they dismissed this proposal on the grounds that it could lead to a conventional war between India. This incident was reported by two officers on record. First it was reported by ex-Major General Akbar Khan Parish Khail in his book Raiders in Kashmir published first time during the Yahya Khan tenure when Pakistan had a totally open free press. The freest press in history of Pakistan was General Yahya Khan. After a long period of stagnation when press and the media was totally suffocated in Ayub Khan regime between 1958 and 1969, Pakistan Army's General Yahya Khan gave unprecedented freedom of expression when he took over in 1969. And that is how Akbar Khan, DSO's Memoirs of Kashmir War, Raiders in Kashmir was published in 1970. Raiders in Kashmir mentioned this state uh, incident about Colonel Tommy Masood Khan, PVU Cavalry's proposal to take armored cars of PVO cavalry stationed at Rawalpindi along with the tribals invading Kashmir. This incident was also confirmed and mentioned in another book published in 1976 by Brigadier Amjad Ali Khan Chaudhary in his famous book 1965 war. Again a landmark because during Ayub Khan regime, it was totally banned to discuss anything or to publish anything on the 1965 war, except the state narrative. So during Zadeh Bhutto's time and about the time when the martial law was imposed in 1977, this book was published by Brigadier Ramjad Ali Khan Chaudhary, Hilal Jurat. The most outstanding gunner produced by Pakistan Army artillery. The most outstanding, without any doubt. This was his memoirs plus an analysis of 1965 war, particularly, and all Indo-Pak wars in general. So this incident was mentioned. However, much research is required, but the bottom line is that Brigadier Sher Khan Military Cross vetoed this proposal on rational grounds and the Indian superiority was too massive at that time. So Pakistan uh, Army decided not to take the risk of making the pot so much hot 
that it boils and spills over and destroys the whole balance and the whole situation. Now, Pakistan Army finally got involved in Kashmir in April 1948 when two divisions were inducted because it was realized that the tribals and the Azads, although supported by the Pakistani state, could not hold Kashmir. A decision was taken. General Gracie was the commander-in-chief. He was fully involved. Two divisions were inducted and uh, war continued. Now, again some very irrational claims and myths were created about Kashmir war after the war ended. There was a person called Major General Fazle Mukim. He published a book, History of uh, Pakistan Army, known as the story of Pakistan army in which he made a totally rash and highly dubious claim that if ceasefire had not taken place Pakistan army could have won the Kashmir war. This claim was made by this General Fazle Mukim and a highly inaccurate author like he made a totally false claim in this same book that there were never any all Muslim regiments in the British Indian Army. Total nonsense. And this claim was picked up by eminent, so-called eminent author Cohen, the American guy who wrote the history of Pakistan Army without confirmation. This is the low caliber of uh, so-called research even in the advanced West, that Professor Stephen Cohen reads Fazle Mukim's totally false claims and reproduces them without checking. Although so many sources were involved, were available, Cohen could have checked. And this myth was repeated by again by General Mitha in his book, Fallacies and Realities, that there was no all-Muslim regiment and then four Bombay Grenadiers was the first all-Muslim regiment. Total nonsense. And then this nonsense was again picked up by recent authors like this character, this uh, lady from USA who was very fond of writing inaccurate and highly biased books on Pakistan army. So totally false claim. Fazle Mukim's claim was totally false. Then Sher Ali Khan's book was published, his memoirs, and he also made a totally false claim that if war had continued, Pakistan army would have been in Jammu. Totally false claim in his book, uh, his autobiography published about 1976. Totally false claim. So a myth was created in Pakistan that uh, Pakistan could have won the 47-48 war if the Pakistani Prime Minister Nawab Zadar was more asserted. This was a myth because we will discuss more of this in detail later on. On the Indian side also, Indian is the same mindset, you know, same genes, same uh, personality, same mediocrity on Indian side. Indian Army officers also claimed that if 
Indian political leadership had not restrained them, they would have captured whole of Kashmir. Again, nonsense. On both sides, they are equally mediocre. There is no doubt about that. Two-nation theory does not exist as far as mediocrity is concerned in the intellect and leadership of Pakistan's soldiers. Politicians, I would rate Indian politicians much higher than Muslim politicians of Pakistan. But at the military level, both Pakistan army and Indian army equally mediocre. That is why they have survived, which is a good thing for peace. Because finally peace must prevail, must prevail and uh, prosperity is the goal. Certainly India or Pakistan will not gain anything by overrunning each other. That is for sure. In this regard, I am neither on the left or the right, but I maintain a very rational approach. Now, my aunt's husband who joined the first batch of Pakistani Foreign Service, Saad Khairi, he passed the last exam of Indian Civil Service held in India. He recollected in a conversation with me that when he joined the Pakistani Foreign Service and visited the Foreign Ministry at Karachi, he saw countless telegrams and cables from the Pakistani GHQ to the Foreign Ministry and addressed to the Cabinet that ceasefire should be arranged in Kashmir starting from April to December. So, I am not stating that they were, you know, wrong in that. They, they had assessed that this war was unwinnable and although territory had been captured in Kashmir, victory could not be achieved, keeping in view the material and the numerical ratios between India and Pakistan army. Now, again, Pakistan army's first official account of Kashmir war was published during Yahya Khan's tenure as Pakistan's uh, highest uh, political and military leader in 1970, the Kashmir campaign. The Kashmir campaign more clearly addressed this issue about the final Pakistani planned attack by 14 para brigade in Bhimbar Jangar area and this book discussed in detail Operation Venus. Now Pakistani official account very clearly stated and beautifully analyzed the whole situation that Operation Venus in Bhimbar in Beripatan Bridge area the aim of Operation Venus was not to capture Jammu or to win the Kashmir war, but to concentrate force in such a manner that Indians agree to ceasefire. The idea was never to capture Kashmir, as Nawabzad Shair Ali Khan fallaciously and totally inaccurately claimed that he could have been in, in Jammu if Operation Venus had been allowed. Total false claim. 
and then Fazl Mukim comes in 1960 with his totally false claim that we could have won the war if the army was you know not stopped and the ceasefire had not taken place and specifically I quote Fazl Mukim states quote to the army's horror unquote ceasefire took place now totally false claims and on these claims various myths were created but the factual situation as far as this scribe and I assessed was that both Pakistan and Indian leaderships, political leaderships realized that Kashmir war, a major breakthrough could not be made in 1948 and both sides went for ceasefire. And the Pakistani GHQ plan, Operation Venus, was not to capture Jammu as Sher Ali Khan claims, but to pressurize Indians into accepting a ceasefire, which they accepted. On Indian side, Nehru was also a supreme realist, whatever retrospectively with the benefit of hindsight, there are so many experts in India now who are dismissing Nehru. Let's face it that both Nehru and Dyakat were great men and great leaders of that time. And although they can be criticized, and for that matter anyone in history can be criticized, let's not uh, denigrate them and let's not scapegoat them for the military failures or the military mediocrity in Kashmir war. So this is the first part of my podcast about operational leadership and lastly I will quote General K. Arif from my regiment who wrote an article in the Citadel Journal of Command and Staff College Quetta where in the end he stated that the real strategy in Kashmir war was you know never really practiced and inconclusive view. So we will discuss more in the second podcast and uh, this is just a primer and uh, it is not wholly accurate because uh, I am traveling and uh, some person very dear to me asked to you know sum up and analyze these things and the second podcast uh, will come up with more facts and ex quote exact sources and we will make military history fun and simple to comprehend and understand through audios because my friends and my well wishes always state that I should use the audio medium more often books writings I have been working for the last so many years but this audio is for the benefit of the layman and simple to understand. So in the second part more details. God bless all. Major Aga H. Amin retired PAVO Cavalry.